You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 75. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back. First of all, I cannot believe it is December already. Where the heck did this year go? I really have no idea. It's been so busy and so full of so many things for me. Um, I know we had COVID for, for much of it, but I have done so many exciting things within Ways of Health and in my own personal growth journey and my own weight loss journey that it's just felt like one of the best years I have ever had. And I really don't know how it went by so quickly. Second of all, how the heck is this episode 75 already? I don't know how that happened either. You know, I know I've said this before on the podcast, but I am really good at starting projects and horrible at finishing them so that I have managed to release an episode every week for this long that I'm on 75 already is such a a huge accomplishment for me. I'm super proud of myself and I can't thank you enough for being here on this journey with me. And what I want to talk about today is something that I keep hearing from my clients, current clients, as well as future potential clients. And that is now's just not the right time. I'm too busy. I can't focus on what I need to do. You know, tis the season for busy and food and all of the things. And what I want to talk about today is why now is actually the perfect time to start. And in fact, why now is always the best time to start. Every time you say, I will start tomorrow, I will start Monday, I will start January, I will start next month, I will start when I start the next job, all of these, these I'll start when sort of statements that we tell ourselves is really just another way to procrastinate and put off what we need to do for ourselves right now. And I can tell you, the longer you put things off, the harder it becomes to get it done. And I think one of the reasons why we have this huge mental block to starting something big now and embarking on a new way of eating, embarking on changing your relationship with yourself and your relationship with food is a huge freaking deal. I know that. It's maybe easy to sign up for Weight Watchers again if you've done it 18 times, right? It might be easy to just, you know, do a detox for a week because you've done it a million times before. And you know it's just a week, right? But to do it the way we do it here at Ways of Health, to really take the time to get to know yourself and why you're using food and why you're turning to food when you're not really hungry, to really deep dive deep into all of that stuff takes a lot of energy and a lot of work. And so I get why there is a big block and why there's this desire to wait until you feel like you have more time and more space and more emotional reserve to do this work. But it doesn't have to be that way. And the irony is, as soon as you start to do this work, things start to open up for you. You start to feel like you have more time and more emotional reserve because you're actually prioritizing yourself and giving yourself what you need, what your body needs, what your soul needs, what your mind needs, all the things. And you can't help but feel a little bit 
expansive, a little bit open, um, a little bit more willing to take some chances on yourself when you're in that sort of space. But I get it. I I know why the block is there. I feel the block too. And so today I want to talk about four different reasons why now is actually the perfect time to start, no matter what the heck is going on in your life. And the first concept that I want to talk about is, you know, this concept of time. When I ask women why they don't want to start right now, or why they don't want to work with me right now, the number one reason, the number one reason I always hear is that I just don't have time. I just don't have time. And, you know, people are always asking me, how do you find the time to do all the things that you do, right? I have family. I have my dog who gets walked every day. I have my clinical job. I have my leadership job in the hospital. I have this business. I have my crafts. I have writing. I've got reading. I have this podcast, right? I've got my life is just so full. And I still managed to find time to do the work that I teach you on this podcast and and inside my programming. And why is that? Why is that? We all have the same 24 hours in the day and I sleep eight hours every night. You know, I have my whoop strap on my wrist to tell me when I need to go to bed. And, you know, so it's not like I'm giving up sleep, but what I am giving up is a lot of stuff that I know I don't need with my time and that I know suck up time that I would rather be spending doing other things. And, you know, a good example of this is, you know, last night we had a fireside chat, you know, inside the group and we were talking about reality TV shows that we like to watch, particularly ones having to do with body and dressing and clothing and and things like this. And I am not a big TV watcher and I am definitely not a reality TV watcher. And I didn't even know what the heck they were talking about when they were talking about these shows. And that's because I've made a deliberate decision in my life to spend less time in front of the TV. Now, I do have a couple of shows that I like. I have recently got sucked into the world of Grey's Anatomy. How I managed to avoid this for the 19, 20 years it's been on TV is beyond me. But I started back at season one a little while ago. And I just write my I just wrote my board exams for obesity medicine um, earlier this week. And I was using Grey's Anatomy in the background um, when I was studying. Like I'm one of these weird people that needs to have noise um, in the background when I'm studying or I just can't focus. If I go to a quiet library or sit in a quiet corner of my house, the the silence is actually very distracting. So I prefer to study either with the TV on or in a noisy coffee shop, something like this, just the, the background ambient noise tends to to focus my brain. But anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing. The point is that I don't spend a lot of my leisure time in front of the TV. And that's that's a decision that I make. And if you look at the average TV consumption that people in North America have, it's something akin to four hours a day. Like it is a lot of time. So if you are watching four hours of TV, Monday to Friday, like there's 20 hours, 20 hours that you could get back as time for yourself to do something different right? And now I know if you have children, you might be saying, well, yeah, I don't have time to watch TV either because I'm helping them with their homework. I'm shuttling them from all their different activities and I am exhausted and done by 8 p.m. at night. And, you know, I get that. I hear you. And here's the thing. And we're going to talk about this a little bit in, in tip number three. 
And, you know, I think this comes down again to looking at this as a big, huge project. And weight loss does not have to be life altering, not if you're doing it the way I teach you. And we're going to talk a little bit about this later on, but it doesn't have to be something that takes a lot of time. And in fact, a lot of the tools that we teach are specifically meant to save you time. And not just time in terms of time spent preparing food, time spent moving your body, you know, time spent journaling. I'm not talking just about that. But think about all of the time you spend thinking about food. And included in this is like thinking thoughts like, I really want chocolate. I really want to stop at Starbucks. I really want McDonald's. Like those I want thoughts are definitely taking up a lot of space in your brain. But even more than that, think of all of the decisions that you have to make around food. It's like, what am I going to pack in the kids' lunches today? What are we going to have for dinner tonight? What do I need to get at the grocery store when I go tomorrow? Like what, what's in the freezer? What, what can I make? What can I unthaw quickly? I know we only have 20 minutes for supper tonight. What, like what, what can I make for the family that's fast that everybody will eat? Oh, and I forgot like little Tommy won't eat, you know, anything green or white. So, you know, I've got to make him some something special, right? It's, it's, we're constantly planning and thinking about how we're going to feed ourselves and our family. And that takes a ton of time and also emotional time, right? Because I think it's one thing to be doing busy stuff all day long, you know, to be at work and to be driving around and, you know, shuffling kids around and getting things done and doing the housework and all of that stuff. Like that's, that's one way to look at time. And that's one way that our body uses energy. But I think what's even more taxing on our bodies and our brains is all of the thinking and all of the decisions that we have to make around food. And sometimes when you take a step back and decide to be just a little bit more intentional about how you're feeding yourself and how you're feeling, uh, feeding your family, you can actually buy back so much time and so much energy. And so I'd like you to reconsider how you think about time, specifically when you find yourself saying, I just don't have enough of it. The first thing you need to do is look at where you can buy back some time. And that might be with things like um, watching TV or what you're doing when you're commuting to work or, um, you know, the, the amount of time that you spend scrolling on social media, like all of those things. Just look at, at spaces where you can actually buy back some time. And then second is really do an audit, even just for a day. Just informally take a look at how often are you thinking about food, about planning for what you're going to eat, making decisions, making grocery lists in your head, all of that stuff. And see if there is a way that you can maybe systemize that a little bit to buy back some of the time that you spend thinking about food and weight loss. All right. So that's, that's the number one thing is time. Okay. Now the other thing that I hear from people all of the time for reasons why they don't want to start weight loss right now is because it's not the perfect time, right? There's too much going on. I'm too busy. Um, You know, my kids have other priorities. There's just, you know, I'm on this committee and I got a promotion at work and right now is just not the right time. I, I hear that all of the time. And it's like, 
we often think about this in terms of having babies, right? I mean, you're waiting for the perfect time when you've got the right job and the right income and the right house and right the next nine months, your calendar is clear, all of that sort of stuff. And as you know, from that experience, there just is no right time. There is only now. And this really comes back down to the concept of 50-50. And this was something that we were talking about on a call inside the program um, not too long ago as well, is, is that I think that when we do self-development work and self-growth work and we start to work on our relationship with ourselves, part of us thinks that the outcome of all that, that the goal of all that is to get a perfect life right? Where there's no more squabbles with the family and the job is perfect and you get paid exactly what you want and the sun is always shining, right? And that's not life. That is not life. Life will never be perfect unless you choose to define however your life is right now is perfect, right? But life is never going to be perfect in objective terms. There is always going to be this balance of positive and negative, easy and hard, light and heavy, dark and light, right? It's there's always going to be this balance of 50 50. And so, if you're waiting for the scales to tip in favor of you, it's probably not going to happen. And the beauty of accepting this concept of life being 50 50 is that you can stop shifting from thinking, when are things going to get easier to deciding how am I going to make right now easier for me, right? It's this difference between focusing on the future and focusing on where you're at right now. And there's definitely value in terms of thinking what the future you wants, right? How does the future you want to be using food? How much does the future you want to weigh? How is the future you living your life? Of course, those are valuable questions to ask yourself, but not at the expense of what you need to do right now to get you to that future life that you're dreaming of, right? That's where the discrepancy is. And I think if you stop thinking, when is life going to be perfect? And stop, start thinking, how can I make right now better? Then it becomes easier to see why now is maybe the right time to start your weight loss journey, right? It's just, it's, life is never going to be perfect. There is never going to be the right time to start this journey. There really only is now. And I can hear your thoughts from here. I can hear them saying things like, yeah, but it's Christmas and family will be here and there's so many holiday parties and there's food everywhere and I've got so much shopping to do and I've got financial stress and oh my God, there's a recession coming and how are we going to get through it? And now's not the right time right? Think of how frenetic I even sounded listing out those excuses, like how anxiety provoking it feels to say that sort of stuff to yourself versus saying, yep, you know, December is coming. There's going to be lots of food, lots of parties, but I got this and I get to decide which parties I go to. I get to decide how much money I'm spending on Christmas this year. I'm in control of all of it. And while I'm at it, I know I'm going to feel so much better if I'm not eating Christmas cookies every other hour. So I'm just going to be mindful of how many Christmas cookies I'm eating, right? That just feels so much more powerful. And that's taking 
responsibility for where you are right now in the moment, no matter what circumstances are going on around you. If you're constantly making excuses for what's going on right now as a reason to not start, and this this applies not just to weight loss, but any any goal, right? And it's, you know, I, you know, my husband is such a good example of this. He is got to be the worst procrastinator I ever have known, really, truly. So September last year, so I'm talking like what, 14, 15 months ago, we had made the decision to build um, a window bench under a bay window that we have um, upstairs in our bonus room. And we had looked at Pinterest and some, you know, some do-it-yourself videos and other things, and we had come up with exactly what we wanted. And I, of course, offered to just hire somebody to come in and do it. And Rob was like, nope, I got this. This is a project I want to work on. I'm excited about this, blah, blah, blah. So 15 months later, we still do not have this bench. And I can like all the things Rob has said. He's like, well, you know, lumber is really expensive right now because back when we started this um, idea in COVID, this is when the price of, of lumber had gone up. So there was there was excuse number one. Excuse number two is like he's also a volunteer firefighter. And he's like, I've, there's just been so many calls. I've been way too busy. I just don't have the time. Then it was like, well, you know what? I don't actually feel like I know how to do this. Maybe we should hire someone. Oh, but you know what? Now's not the right time because we're camping all summer. And like it was literally one excuse after another, right? And still I don't have this bench. And if if you just think about what what if he had just taken one weekend to do some research, make a plan, buy the lumber and do it, right? It would have been done and completely completely out out of mind now, right? Life could move on to something else. But instead, what I'm having to hear now is, you know, more mumbling and more excuses about why he can't get it done. And aside from my deep desire to actually have this bench and stare out the window and look at the Christmas lights, right, this season, you know, the bigger issue is think of how much more misery Rob is causing himself by spending 15 months making excuses and saying, I'll do it next week. It's freaking exhausting. I would say it's more exhausting than just sitting down and building the damn bench. And it's the same for weight loss. It is more exhausting thinking about doing it later than it is just taking steps to getting it done now. All right. So there's that concept of life is 50-50, never the perfect time. Okay. And related to both this concept of life being 50-50 and this concept of time is how we know weight loss works best. And that is by taking very, very small doable steps. Now, we as humans like to take big, huge action, right? Like we want to go all in or not in at all, right? This is just how many of our brains work, you know, particularly as women. And what we know for sure is that if the results if the methods that you're using to lose your weight are not sustainable, then the results will not be sustainable as as well, right? And it is never sustainable making a 360 in your life or a 180, I guess, making a 180 and going all in, doing everything differently. That that's just that is absolutely a recipe for failure because you can't live up to those huge expectations that you put on yourself. But what you can live up to is doing just one small thing one step at a time, 
right? You can go on the internet and Google, Google the stories of so many women who are, you know, doing marathons and triathletes and, and, you know, other things like this. And they will tell you that when they started, they had troubles walking from their front door to the end of the street. And they started by just taking one step right? Um, if you go back a few months on the podcast, we, we, I actually interviewed a woman just like this. And she talked about how she went to the end of the street. And then the following week, she went down to a stop sign. And then the following week, she went around the whole block. And now she competes in marathons regularly. And it all started with literally just walking to the end of her street. And not even, like, I think she might have even just started putting her shoes on and not even going out the door. This is how small our steps need to be. And so if you decide, you know, right now I'm just going to cut out all sugar. I'm not going to eat flour anymore. I'm going to exercise an hour every day. I'm going to go to bed an hour earlier. I'm going to drink like 13 glasses of water every day starting right now. I'm going to, you know, count my macros. I'm going to count my points. I'm going to do everything perfect, right? Like that, I mean, no wonder you say that you're waiting for the perfect time and that you have no time right now to do that. Like, I mean, that just that, that just sounds exhausting. In fact, it, you know, to my ears, it even sounds impossible. And so, you want to change the way that you're thinking about weight loss from having to go all in on all the things to just focusing on what's one small thing that you can commit to right now that will cast a vote in favor of your health and in favor of the weight that you want to be at. So examples, instead of cutting out, uh, you know, sugar entirely at a time like this, when we're approaching, you know, Christmas baking season is just decide I'm going to have one less that's all. Oh, instead of having four shortbread cookies, I'm going to have three. And I know what your brain is saying, that this is impossible, that I'm not, you're not going to lose weight with one less cookie. But here's the thing. You'll get used to having one less cookie, and then you can decide, I'll have one less again. And then you're going to get used to that. And then you're going to decide, you know what? I only need cookies once or twice a week. And before long, you're only having cookies every once in a while. This is what happens when you give your brain and your body a little bit of time to get used to the changes that you're making, right? And it's, it's similar with movement. It's just really hard to decide I'm going to go from being a couch potato to moving my body hard for an hour every day of the week, right? We start just by walking to the end of the block. And when that feels good, we walk a little farther. And when that feels good, we maybe walk a little faster, right? Small changes. And think about how much easier it is to think about, right? It's like, so much easier to decide I'm going to go to bed five minutes earlier than an hour earlier, right? And the big obstacle that you do have to come over when you're implementing the strategy, though, is that, that, that you know, that instinct to flagellate yourself for not doing enough, for telling yourself that these small changes that you're making aren't enough. Um, because if you start telling yourself that, of course, you're going to quit, right? And so you need to be okay with just doing these small incremental changes. People who are successful at losing their weight and keeping it off often implement this strategy. And it's because it gives your body time to really adapt to the changes that you're making and your brain too, right? Our brains freak out when we want to make big, huge change. Brains don't like change, <laughs> 
brains like to maintain the status quo. And so you've got to give yourself a little bit of time to adapt to these changes. So other examples that you can consider, and you know, we call these inside um, Ways of Health 1% wins, right? So every day you just want to look at how you can be just 1% better than yesterday. That's how we get the job done. So again, as we're heading in to Christmas, you can decide to have just a little bit less treats, right? You can decide to have a glass of water after every alcoholic drink or in between every alcoholic drink. You can decide to have one less alcoholic drink. You can decide to go to bed five or 10 minutes earlier. You can decide to, you know, even just put put your running shoes on and pack the gym bag. Don't even go yet. Just start with that. Start with getting your brain used to the idea of going to the gym by just getting that startup routine ready right? Or decide that as you do your Christmas shopping, you are just going to take a parking spot farthest away from the entrance to the mall so that you can walk a little bit more, right? It's these small little changes. But you see what happens as you start walking more with your Christmas shopping, it feels better to walk, right? And then it becomes easier to make the decision to go out for an intentional walk, right? These are how these things build onto each other. And this is why now is the perfect time to get started because you don't have to do much. You can just look at your life and say, what one little thing can I do? Right. And here, here's a great example, water. It does not take any time at all. What seconds to fill a water bottle and put it in your purse, carry it with you so that you always have water with you. It doesn't matter what the kid's schedule is, right? It doesn't matter what your work schedule is. It, you, it's easy to just have a freaking water bottle with you, right? So don't let time or waiting for the perfect moment to start be an excuse to not drink more water. It's easy, Okay, so those are the first the first three, this issue of time, this idea of life being 50-50, and of course, using this concept of 1% wins rather than going all in on big, huge change. And then the last reason why I think now is the perfect time to get started is motivation. And if you think about, um, you know, go, going back to my story of Rob building this bench for us, I think the longer you wait, the harder it is to get started right? Because you, you just end up putting so much negativity, um, so much excuse, so much expectation on getting it right and getting it done at the right time that it just it just starts to feel freaking impossible. And I think the side effect of this is when you are saying no to something you really want, you know, especially if what you really want is to feel better, to have energy, to be healthy, to reduce your diabetes medications, to be a better role model for your children, to, you know, be able to bend over and tie your shoes, like what, whatever, whatever your reasons are for wanting to lose weight, when you're saying no to that, you're saying no to yourself. And that freaking hurts right? To deny what you truly want for yourself on this deep sort of soul level freaking hurts. And the more you hurt yourself, the less you actually believe on the inside that you're worthy and that you can do it, right? And so this the the unconscious messages that you're sending to yourself when you say not now is that you don't matter and you're not important enough, 
Okay. And of course it's going to be so much harder to make decisions in favor of your old, if in favor of your own health, if that's what you're, you're telling yourself that I'm just not, I'm not, I'm just not worth it. I'm not the priority right now. And so, you know, your best chance of success is to start right now to say, I matter. I matter even if it is December. I matter even if my kids are super busy. I matter even if work sucks right now. I matter even if there's a recession heading our way, right? And looking at those small things, those 1% changes that you can make for yourself. So this is why now is the right time to start. There is no tomorrow. There is no next week. There is no January 1st. There is right now. I encourage you to get started. Okay, get started. Just see if you can carve five minutes to make a plan to look at what 1% change you want to make in your life for the month upcoming and the holiday season upcoming. And remind yourself that there is no perfect time. There is only now. And of course, if you need some help, I am here with you as are the other ways of women. So head on over to www.waysahealth.com slash nourish dash yourself. And you can join us right now and we can support you through the holidays. We would love to have you in here. And remember now is the right time, whether you want to do it with me or whether you want to do it on your own or with friends, just make that commitment and start right now. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.